Diary note for Wednesday the 28th of June. The Trace team have had about 30 emails since episode two dropped today, which is a phenomenal reaction. And yesterday when I came out of the studio after a cross with John Fain, there was a man on the line and I took the call and he says his wife has some information. She was driving past the murder scene in 1918. She says she saw a priest standing up front Hey, Rachel Brown here from Trace. We wanted to give you this quick update with leads we've followed from your emails. Thank you, and please do keep them coming. Trace at abc.net.au. It's a rainy Thursday night when Louise ushers me in. Louise remembers the cold Tuesday in 1980, clear as day. She says her boyfriend was driving her in his new Bluebird Tirana, past the bookshop around 11am, and she saw a priest loitering in the bookshop doorway. He, he appeared to be looking out for something. Waiting for someone or, like, keeping watch? What kind of look would you say? Not keeping watch, but just, just like he's, he's ready to walk, but he doesn't want to walk, just just in case somebody sees him or... It was that sort of look. He had his hands crossed, like... like this. Louise stands and crosses her arms over her stomach, so each palm is resting on the opposite thigh. Like how people lie in a coffin, she says. He had a hat on. Um, he was short. But if I had to describe him, I'd say that he was like a Buddha. I just saw his eyebrows and hit the lines on his forehead and the hat. Um, And he just appeared to be looking very suspicious. And then he's walked up towards the city. I want to show you some photos if that's okay. We say that's number one, two, three, four, five. So start at number one. So number one. She picks him straight away. So that's Father Anthony Bongiorno. Is it? Yeah. Did you notice any blood on him? No. No. When I call Mark James to give him an update of the past two weeks, he can't believe the response. I had an interesting email from a woman saying her mum had been talking about seeing the killer or the suspected killer She says she saw him run across the road and was nearly hit by a car. So I'm going to go out to see her at midday today. Well, uh, I really think you should bring a photograph of Father Bongiorno of how he looked at the time. The the police have never considered the possibility that there were two people at the scene or at least, say, one person arriving at some point. That's a theory we should explore. What if Father Bongiorno wasn't the killer, but was there at the time? Or discovered the grim scene shortly after? Laura saw someone that day too. She was there just after midday. She says she told the police, but is upset the case has never been solved. And I got off the tram and started to walk. And this chap come out of the shop, slammed the door, and he ran straight past He had a white top, but I couldn't tell if there was a pattern on it because he's flashed by. And the lady in the car slammed her brake on. 
and he actually threw his hand out on the front, on the bonnet of her car. And I was watching him and I virtually said, what a bloody idiot, what's he doing? This is the man police have long believed killed Maria James. This man flies west, up Hutton Street, and Laura loses sight of him. Then something else catches her eye. And I looked up the side street and I seen this man at the gate in a suit. I think this must have been John James, Maria's ex-husband, who arrived somewhere between 12.10 and 12.20. He sort of kicked the gate and was pushing the gate and then I looked back. Back to the man racing from the bookshop. Would you remember his face? Side on, European. I noticed in the paper that the car lady said that he had a receding hairline. I would have called it high forehead because he had a good thick head of hair, all brushed back. It was just so smooth. Was he tall? Was he lean? He was tall, slimish. He was round about maybe 40 and 50. Did you notice any blood on his hand? No, I didn't, no. A, an electrician who was working in the parish that day says he saw Father Bongiorno around the time of the murder with blood on his face and on his hands. You've been to St Mary's, you know Father Bongiorno. Was it Father Bongiorno? Coming out the door? Yeah. No. Laura says the man sprinting across the high street about an hour after Louise recalls seeing a priest loitering was definitely not... Father Anthony Bongiorno. Coming up, but I mean, I don't know about back entrances and everything of shops. And... I show her the two photo fits that police circulated at the time, and photos of other persons of interest that we've managed to get our hands on, but none ring a bell. I think Laura wonders about Maria James's friends. She had a couple of friends, mm. and I've, I've been thinking since this, all back again. Maybe it was one of, the, one of her friends and he got such a hell of a fright, he bolted. He'd flash by that quick, running, and of course put his hand on the car and dodge, did you dodge over the road because there was traffic moving. That's and, another um, theory, you know. What if this white-shirted sprinter interrupted the attack or found Maria shortly after it? Maybe he's spooked by John James trying to get in, thinking he'll be blamed for it, so he flees. What we do know is one man is seen running across the road away from the bookshop to the west. About the same time, Father Anthony Bongiorno was seen covered in blood around the corner to the south. Both might have been connected to the murder. Or neither. I would never have suspected Father Bongiorno because it wasn't him that ran out the door. But then again, you don't know, do you? Without all the other things that's sort of coming out, now, the housekeeper, or whoever that Italian woman was who the electrician heard screaming, who we think might have been the priest's housekeeper, we're still trying to find her. We've asked the current priest of St Mary's in Thornbury, Father Gerald Medici, who says he doesn't know and can't help with church records. Next episode, you'll meet someone else from the parish with a lot of dark secrets. I'm Rachel Brown, and this is Trace.